Welcome to Two Pete in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance. Hello, everyone, and welcome to part four in our Fever podcast. If you have not had an opportunity to listen to our first three parts, please spend some time and go back there. There's lots of information that is important for you to understand how we get into this podcast. So I'm Dr. Michael Platten, and with me I have Dr. Simon Strawn. And how are you doing today? Good. Thank you. Yep. Looking forward to this. Mm, so am I. Right. So what we're going to be covering is the non-medical treatment of a fever. So what you can do it at home without any medicine. And then we're going to go into the actual medicine that you can use. So non-medical. What do you know, Reese? Oh. He just called me his son's name. <laughs> he Reece. just called me yes. Reese, yes. one of his two children. Reese Strawn. It's actually Simon, but I, I think I can possibly answer some of that. Right. So, yes. Well, how, how do you manage reducing temperature without medicine? Right. So... Trying to cool the body down without making it uncomfortable for the child. So point one, have a look and see how many layers of clothing baby's wearing or child's wearing. And regardless of whether you think they're overdressed or not, if they are not shivering and cold, which you can sometimes do with fevers as well, mm -hmm. is take the clothes off. They'll feel a lot better, number one. Number two is you can run a lukewarm bath and put them into the bath not an iced bath, lukewarm bath, and you can then slowly add cool water. Don't get to the point where the child is shivering. Cool things to drink, cool things to suck on, cool things like ice or a little bit of ice lolly or something like that will help to bring the uh, the temperature down. I don't like the idea of… Uh, You're going to say vinegar, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> vinegar is not a good idea. And also the old school thing of sponging a child down or wrapping it in a wet towel and then putting a fan on it. That is just really going to cause uh, more heat to generate. The child is going to become very unhappy and your child will probably start to shiver. And if your mm. child is shivering, your child is trying to increase um, body temperature and what you're trying to do is decrease body temperature. And that goes back to our part one where we were talking about the fever going up too quickly. Yeah. Now it's going down too quickly. So it's trying to get back to that temperature, yeah. that, that thermostat set point. So I think those are the things that you can do without medication. And then uh, I think that in terms of what we can do with medication, there are, there are certain things that I think every household should have in their cupboard. Uh, and what we would certainly use, uh, Mike, as a number one would be any form of paracetamol. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, the common trade names in South Africa are things like Panado and Calpol. There are obviously lots and lots of generic versions of it, but the active ingredient you're looking for is paracetamol. Mm. So, yeah, w with that, I, th I think it's important to start saying, please do not use a combination medicine with this paracetamol plus. Yes. Plus coding, plus ibuprofen. So let, let's just unpack that a second. I think the, the, if I can just um, make a suggestion as to why we say that. First of all, if you're using the correct dose of paracetamol and giving it frequently enough, it will work, number one. And the second thing is that most of these combination medications are designed for pain control. Mm. So you're going to be starting to add 
uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. Like brufen, ibuprofen. Uh, brufen, mm-hmm. ibuprofen, diclofenic, all of those. Uh, Mephanemic acids, which are common ones. And many of them contain codeine. Those are really good painkillers. If you're trying to just control a fever, I think I agree. Mm-hmm. Basic. Basic. Yeah. Paracetamol. Thanks. Like, so, so ibuprofen does work for fever, but it also works for pain. So we can use them together. So that's the next thing. So one is paracetamol. Stay away from combinations. The last thing is uh, ibuprofen. Now, there we would try stay clear, definitely under the age of one year. And definitely with any child that might be dehydrated because your paracetamol gets rid or the body gets rid of it through the liver. Your brufen, your ibuprofen, gets eliminated from the body by the kidneys. So if you are dehydrated, you don't have a lot of fluid running through the kidneys, and it can actually sit in the kidneys, and it causes an inflammation there, which can be quite severe. Yeah, I think that's important. You know, I think that um, lots of people don't actually appreciate that you can get quite high fevers with uh, tummy bugs and gastroenteritis. So, you know, maybe we should say, even before they're dehydrated, any child with diarrhea and vomiting, the paracetamol is just safer. Mm. Yeah, we, we know that if you give too much or if they take too much, we know how to treat it. We know when it gets too high in the body and we can, for the most part, treat it very well. With yes. the ibuprofen, we cannot. So how much, how much paracetamol would you give? So normally we say 15 milligrams for every kilogram that the child is weighing. That's one five milligrams. Eh? One five. Mm-hmm. Up to a maximum of 90 or nine zero milligrams per kilogram in a 24-hour period. Now, most paracetamols have 120 milligrams in every 5 mils, or if you really want, 24 milligrams per milliliter. And this will give you a good idea of where you need to be targeting, how much. Yeah, I, so, think, I think that's important. You know, I think that it's um, some people might find that a bit confusing. but I think so. There are easier ways, and that's what we're going to talk about now. Yeah, not everybody has a math brain, but certainly those who do, I think it's a good idea just to sit down with a, with a calculator and just work that out. It gives you very good advice. Yeah, so, yeah. so the quick way is, the, math, the mathematical way is, two-thirds of your child's weight in milliliters if you're using the 120 milligrams in five mils. So if your child is nine kilos, two-thirds of that is six, therefore six mils. They're 15 kilos, 10 mils. And that's every four hours, huh? Every four to six hours, yes. Mm. And if you use it at that two-thirds, you will not go over that maximum of 90 milligrams per kilo. So I think that's right. And I think that the point is that if you're using less than that, it's not going to work. Yeah. Uh, and, And don't be scared of it. If you're using that dose and you're giving it every four hours when your child is awake, you never have to wake a child. Eh? Mm, Would yeah. you agree? No, I agree. You never have to wake a child uh, to give paracetamol. But if you stay with that, it's absolutely safe to do it. And it's safe to do it for two days before you even need to worry as long as the temperature is coming down. And fever plus. Yes. So if fever plus. If there's fever plus, then there's something else you need to speak to us. And by, by fever plus, that's what we spoke about in the, in the second podcast was uh, fever plus rash, fever plus diarrhea, vomiting, fever plus cough, congestion, fever plus really miserable screaming child. Yes. Okay. So the next thing we need to talk about is suppositories, paracetamol suppositories, the trade names Empapet. Now, m- moms often say to me that it works faster and it's much better for the fever. And we've discussed this, Simon yes. and I, that often it's because the dose that you are giving 
is higher than the recommended dose. And on the box it says over one year use 250 milligrams, under one year use 125. But if you're giving 120 milligrams of paracetamol to a child, that is 5 mils, you're giving a dose that is optimal for an 8 kilogram child. And you might have an 8 kilogram child that's just over a year and you're giving 250, which is double the dose. And you've only got two doses. So very often, moms will use a suppository and not realize how much they're giving. And when you say to them, are you aware that that is equal to so many mils of paracetamol syrup, like Panado, they're like, oh, my goodness. You go, well, that's right. That's what you've done, and that's why it's working. So it works because it's a high dose, but you can't keep doing that because you're going to overshoot that maximum daily dose. Mm. So I I think suppositories are fantastic. I think they are they they work as well as as the syrups do. But they're really only necessary in situations where the child is refusing to take oral medication, which some <laughs> children do, refusing to, or if they are vomiting, that they can't keep it down. Mm. Otherwise, just use the syrups. Yeah. So as a guideline, 125 milligrams works best at 8 kilograms, and the 250 milligrams of the Empipet or the suppository works best at 16 kilograms. Yeah. In between, you're either underdosing or overdosing. Yeah. So that's why we prefer uh, oral. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I think that's that's good advice. Uh, and the other, th- there are many other medications on the market, Mike, that uh, parents use, uh, and it's just it's just not our preference, is it? Mm. We want to dose adequately for the individual drugs, not this pre-mixed. Yeah, you know, and, and I just think that, I just think that we know with the paracetamol, we know it well, we know it is safe, we know the exact dose, we know it's freely available. So r- let's rather just stick with the paracetamol. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I'm I happy. That, I think that's it for for our, our fevers podcast. We are going to be talking about uh, febrile convulsions next before we move on to our next uh, section. I yeah. think. So by febrile convulsions, we mean children fevers. who fit from fevers. Yeah. So if your children have allowed you to, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you found this of value, please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.careforkids.co.za and that's the numeral four and subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on Facebook. At two Pete in a podcast. At two Pete in a podcast. T W O, not the numerical two. This is our disclaimer. The information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal professional opinion. We're giving it to you for your own information. Please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own medical healthcare provider and follow their advice.